Hey, what's up? It's Raj, and I'm back with another episode. Thanks for subscribing or listening to us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you leave me a rating, or uh, also if you're listening to this on YouTube or watching this on YouTube, because remember, this is video now uh, on YouTube, you please leave a comment and give me a good thumbs up as well. So we have video, including today's interview, which was recorded through Skype a few days ago. So I'm very happy to bring to you the interview in its entirety. My special guest on The Roger Rabbit Show, Miss Rhiannon Rose. She's a great DJ and producer, and she has a quite a story to tell. This is just the first time she's on the show. Hopefully, she'll be back for many more appearances, uh, as she is an awesome person to talk to. So if you don't know Rhiannon Rose, you're about to get to know her very well, and the interview starts now. Thanks for subscribing to The Roger Rabbit Show. And cool. so It's cool. So we're going to um, go live now with Rhiannon Rose. <laughs> world famous dj so very happy to have you on the raji rabbit show uh, yeah me too yeah so um give us a update on your latest project you just released a project for those who don't know she is multi-talented she's not only a dj but she is a producer and rapper as well right so, <laughs> and singer vocalist you're everything so uh give us a little bit of uh of history about yourself and then tell us about your latest project. Um, well, yeah, basically I've been DJing for 18 years and no, you're not allowed to ask me how old I am. <laughs> it's always the next question. Um, and I, um, I always enjoyed writing and recording lyrics. Um, and I came out with a, a bunch of tracks uh, a few, like many years ago. Um, but I had, I didn't produce the beats myself cause I, I thought it would take like years and years and years to learn that. Um, and I was wrong. I learned how to produce music quite quickly. Thanks to matrix sessions, music production. My... Shout out to Brian matrix. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he focused on my strengths um, and got me up and running really quickly. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time commitment to learn everything, but, um, but I did it. I'm a good student. And um I've got a bunch of tracks pretty much ready, and this is just the first of a batch of them. <laughs> Tell everybody what it is so they can go listen to it after they listen to this uh, live uh, interview. Sure, yeah. The track is called Gimme Dat, and it's on Spotify and SoundCloud and pretty much... All right. I think that the microphone that you have needs to be plugged in and unplugged again and perhaps maybe just uh said hmm? i heard um, everything you said but as soon as you got done with the plug it cut out so it's okay we're live right now live and i think what about now it's perfect now oh so, okay yeah i'll just i'll leave it i think it's like it's kind of bugging out so this is just like the computer speaker is that enough sounds great still so that's awesome okay yeah cool. it's just a, <laughs> just a, when you use the usb mic it's just a slight difference honestly because of the computer mics are pretty good these days anyway so yeah yeah but you sound great right now and so okay. give me that is out on soundcloud and everywhere um in spotify um, where do you notice that a lot of your streams are coming from on your Spotify? Have you checked your geographic location? That's no, I honestly, I haven't. Um, I've just been so focused on so many other things that I haven't gone into. I haven't, uh, dove into that rabbit hole yet, but I would like to. <laughs> so 
quick question on your uh, geo- on the geographic locations of your fans. Where do you um, where do you normally have like a hotbed of of people that really really want to catch uh, a Rhiannon show? Good question. I mean, I'll definitely get messages from people from all over, even places I've never been to. They're like, "Oh, are you coming to Russia? Are you coming like random places?" And I'm like. They think it's up to me, you know, I'm like, I'd love to, <laughs> you know, I'm like, uh, I don't, you know, um, I, I guess, I mean, at the moment I'm, I'm focusing on building and, uh, be it like putting this music out. And the idea is that once I get momentum, um, I'll track some really cool, like gigs and, and, uh, like a team of people to help me get out there again. But for now, I, I feel like I'm kind of like work shedding. Yeah, you're killing it on your own right now, which is pretty cool, um, and and kudos to that. Uh, it's it's really awesome seeing uh, all of the momentum that you have, um, and uh, also your songs are great too. So I like hearing them. Hey. Um, so now let's talk about uh, the news. Do you ever stay up on like current events and stuff, or are you so in the studio that you don't watch uh, the news or hear the news very often? Are you in a cave of of creation <laughs> kind of um yeah a little bit i admit um not that what's going on isn't important it's just my place in the world is not to like take in all the bullshit and then repeat it and spread the bullshit like i feel yeah. like cause there's so much negative news out there like yeah. for me my role in the world is like pretty clear to me and it's it's not to regurgitate bullshit. <laughs> so like, <laughs> no, nice. it's just I know I'm very freaking aware of all the crazy shit that's going on out there yeah. on the out there, which is why I'm creating frequencies to shift shit. Yep, nice, <laughs> well, cool. Well, the frequencies come alive in in great music. So let's talk about DJ setups and what is your preferred DJ setup when you are playing a show? Sure. Um. Yeah. Uh, two or well, ideally three pioneer cdjs why three um like because um well many reasons one it's just good to have a backup i had so many um situations where like you know whatever somebody spills something on a cdj or it's just got a faulty wire or something and it like the power turns off or something weird it's just great to have a backup in case one of them gets funky because it's like let's face it like you're the show like you know um if something goes wrong, it's the show's, it's just dead air. It's not good. Um, so, and I also, um, I, because I'm not using Serato, um, I, I don't have as like my access to like sound effects and things like you're live in the mix with Rihanna Rose or whatever. Like, it's nice to have a third CDJ to put that on. Otherwise I'm like trying to do that on two CDJs. It's, uh, I'll have less opportunities, like less time to, to add little, sound effects and things and and maybe i'm queuing up a song that i'm going to perform on the third cdj um and you know like most artists when they perform they have like their dj or their sound person i'm like my own sound person so it's cool to have that extra extra cdj for that so i can be queuing up a song i'm about to perform because as soon as i press play on that i'm running to the front of the stage and i'm like performing my song and then when it's over, I'm coming back, and I want to have those two CDJs free to start DJing again immediately. So. Yes, yes. Well, that's that's uh, that's awesome. So I like that you uh, 
have a good reason to have three. Um, that's cool. I didn't know <laughs> if you did some super complex mixes or something that, uh, that uh, <laughs> you know, some some crazy secrets out there or something. So. Right. I I don't know. I wonder how many people are even aware of like what we're doing up there sometimes. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's how many people like, okay. So would you, do you think that people would, the normal, normal consumer, do you think that they would um, know what the hell we're doing? Like if, even if we just bullshit it like, with like, a, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you think they're that smart? Like, or, are they that into it right now? The fans uh, that you've noticed are they really like interactive on on that level, or are they just more enjoying the show and kind of there to see you? Um, what do you think? Yeah, I think I don't think people are as aware as SDJs might like them to be, um, because I mean, essentially, like before, I was just. I didn't really have like a lot of songs out. That wasn't really my thing. I was just like, Oh, I'm a great performer. I'm a great DJ. And, um, I was kind of hoping like, like people are aware of what I'm doing and like how fast I mix that track. And like, you know, I'm tuning into like what they want and I'm, you know, I'm working my butt off like up there, yeah. but, um, yeah. And some people are aware. I feel like some people come up and they're like, Oh, yo, like my brother's DJ, like, you killed it like you know and I'm like cool thanks for you know it's wicked like most people are happy and that's that's enough but to have someone that's like whoa like I know like that you you like were layering those two at that point and blah, blah, you know and I'm like cool like you know otherwise I'm just I feel like I'm just entertaining myself up there when I'm doing like tricky stuff I'm like no one really knows that this is really hard what I'm doing right now but <laughs> I'm impressed with myself <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's super dope, and I think I think it's really great because people that do get to witness you uh, play, it's uh, I'll tell you right now, um, it's it's cool. It's a whole different experience. You get in the zone, and you have a great performance element to yourself. Sometimes people are not. Uh, uh, sometimes people are stuck, and they're almost stationary, and don't have a lot of movement to them, just because they're so into the zone. Some people have this, what they call Serato face, where you only stare at the screen and never talk to or acknowledge any fans that are there watching you. Uh, some people are just like that in the zone or right on their CDJs and you're stiff as a board. You yeah. have a lot of movement. Now, here's the other thing about people that move a lot is sometimes it's like, well, maybe they're a little bit like a pre-made set or something, you know, like, they're <laughs> like, they're like mm, maybe some of the, the stuff is pre-baked for them. Uh, and that's why they can, you know, jump around uh, a lot or uh, sail on a boat or something, you know, in the crowd or something. Right. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's so crazy. There's, no idea you know, who you're talking about. It's it's, uh, but but you combine the uh, the element of of performing with actually like playing your tracks. It's really fun because I didn't, uh, you know, when I first got to see you play, you know, I'd never seen you play, so. When I did, I was like, holy shit, she's killing it. That's great. <laughs> like, she, thank like, you. you're 100% authentic, so I can vouch for you on that. That's awesome. Right on. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think it's just after so many years of doing it, um, I mean, I started on vinyl. I played vinyl records for eight years. I mean, you're, you know, you, your ears have to be trained. There's literally no other way to DJ. Um, and just after so much time, um, and if anything, the technology's only got more and more convenient you know, for mm -hmm. me. So, um, so technically there's no real 
excuse for <laughs> messing yeah. up, but you know, sometimes the wires cross in the brain and you're like, eh, you know, and a song might go off a little bit and you correct it. But that that's cool because if people hear that, they're like, oh shit, like it kind of went off and, and she corrected it. Like if people are aware, yeah. then they're like, damn, this is live, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, real quick question here that I think is, uh, I don't know if it's, uh, um, I did not pre, so people watching on the live stream, if you have questions, you can uh, feel free to comment and we will, uh, if there's a good question, I will put it on the screen uh, and I will also ask Rhiannon for you. But is there a family inspiration for your DJing? Well, my older sister is a DJ too. Nice. See, there's yeah. this is those jewels that people don't know about. I wanted to get that out there. But I didn't ask you beforehand if it was cool. So, Oh, that's okay. Is there ever going to be a collaboration between the <laughs> the Rhiannon family? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, my sister's doing her thing. She's up in Vancouver, Canada, where I grew up. And um, her name's DJ Veronica. And she's uh, she's a wicked, like, house DJ, like, sexy house, deep house, like, that kind of vibe. Um like also like kind of like Jack and vibe too, like really, really great energy, um, killer DJ. But, um, she's also a real estate agent and she got so busy with that, that, um, and she's getting all these gigs that she couldn't fulfill. So she started handing them out to people, um, like booking other DJs. So now she runs like DJ Veronica events where, and she books herself and, and like a bunch of other DJs up nice. in Vancouver. It's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Does she produce anything? <laughs> No, though I think she'd be killer at it, but I, she's just, she's got, you know, she's got her other stuff going on, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. one day that's like the super collaboration. That'd be cool, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a great idea. Thank you. Because, I mean, I could sit down with her because I know what to do. I'd be like, hey, give me an idea. <laughs> you know, we could yeah. like direct a track and I could produce it. That'd be cool. All I know is it'd be crazy if the stage just like uh, elevates and the next thing you know, there's like another one of you there it's like what? what's going on this is crazy this is this is nuts so um so now that um we talk about production you use ableton live right mm -hmm. yeah all right and did you try any other uh recording software before you did ableton no i mean i messed around with gra and garage band a little bit um just like edit like voiceover stuff that i was doing but uh oh man once i found ableton um oh I just love her. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So the workflow is pretty much unparalleled as far as like how fast you and accurate and it just, uh, I guess the ease of use. Well, not really ease, but just, uh, it works for you better on Ableton, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, so I can't speak for any other DAWs or even really compare them. So I just all, in, you know, Ableton's my thing and it seems to be pretty industry standard. I know there's like a lot of great ones out there, but, um, it's, uh, I'm very happy. <laughs> nice, nice. So, um, all right. So, Ableton Live is your preferred DAW. Now, is it still your preferred method of editing audio, even when it's for vocals only? Yeah, I mean, yeah, everything. Just because, honestly, I, I just I feel like learning Ableton for like it wasn't like a steep learning curve, but kind of like when you've never seen this program before, and then it's in front of you, and you're like, uh, you know, and so like spending all the time to learn everything i just am so comfortable in it now that yeah absolutely that's where i work everything <laughs> nice all right yeah. so um if you are editing everything in ableton live that's awesome but now you're not only editing music these days why don't you are you uh putting yourself <laughs> out there 
that uh, of what else you do is that is that uh, okay to speak on the voiceover yes absolutely yeah okay awesome mm-hmm. she, she's doing asmr no i'm kidding she doesn't do that yeah uh, do you know what that is? <laughs> yeah, only because uh, someone sent me a link to it the other day. They're like, oh, I think you'd be really good at this. And I, and it was like somebody written an article or a, yeah, a blog about this girl. And when I saw her YouTube, I was like, this is this girl has got this lane covered. This is yeah. not me. My, this is not my thing. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's so, but I'm glad she's doing it. <laughs> I, it's so odd. It's very odd. <laughs> Uh, yeah. or whatever it's just like what I think it's just sounds with your mouth like like eating and licking stuff or whatever or talking really close to the mic or something yeah the girl I saw doing it was super cute and she like nailed it she was like a full on like like she's an actor and she was like in it and doing her thing and I'm just like good for you girl like you've got this but I, I don't know I and I fully I read about it and understood the whole, like the science behind it and how it can sound like someone like really close to you. Cause I feel like affection or something. But I, and so I like really was like, okay. And I was like, that's not doing anything for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not, not doing that, but we, what are you doing uh, with your uh, vocal talents these days as well? So we already know that you have, the latest release, which I actually have on this screen, if people uh, can actually see, I took a screenshot okay. of uh, of the "Give Me That Art" cover, and it's from the snapshot is from Sound, uh, no, uh, uh, Spotify. That's what it's from. Okay. So yeah. they can see it on the screen currently. I'm I pop it up and I'm gonna resize it, probably keep okay. it on the screen there, just so people can see that as you are talking. So, um, voiceovers, right? Yeah, yeah, I um. I, I took voiceover um, acting training in Vancouver, Canada, like 10 years ago. And then the whole crossing the border thing to pursue DJing and I didn't have a work visa and like the whole jam. So I, I basically gave it up in order to DJ and just focus on that. And then um, recently I, I, you know, got work visas and then I got my green card. And so I was like, oh, I don't have to just DJ now. I can do like anything. Um so I um, started looking into voiceover again and um, got a chance to audition for a casting director that was a friend of a friend, which so again, it's sort of like, it's also who you know with just getting your foot in the door a lot of times. And I don't usually have that like <laughs> in my life. Like I was just sort of like rocked up from Canada, like no, don't know anyone. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll take it, you know, yeah. um, you know, know, know someone, I happen to know someone and but then I had to prove myself, you know, so I, I auditioned for them. They loved it. I put like a commercial demo reel together and auditioned for uh, an agent and and scored a really awesome agent, which is Dean Pinero. So, yeah, Dean Pinero Talent Agency is like who I'm with for voiceover. Acting. Shout out to Dean. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that's awesome. So you're doing voiceovers now for uh, what what um, kind of products? Or I mean, you probably can't say what you're actually doing, but, um, but yeah, well, can you? I don't know. Well, well, it's interesting. Like sometimes we do sign NDAs when we audition for things. Um, essentially, it's it's commercial, uh, usually commercial or animation or video game. There's things like narration and audiobooks too, but I don't, those don't really come through. It's mostly animation or commercial. For video games um 
and and as an actor or talent whatever you can say like oh i only want to do commercial or i only want to do animation but um at the moment i'm just taking everything and just kind of like getting my chops back with it um i booked um a, a recurring gig with apple podcasts and i that's awesome uh, congratulations Thanks. Yeah. I posted one of them on my Instagram and I've done about four more for them. Um, I just have to find them online to like share them with people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So you're like hunting down your own stuff because you don't even know where it's going to, yeah. when it's releasing or where it's going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, that's me. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Super yeah. cool. So, um, so <laughs> the, um, uh, the voiceover work, have you thought about reading audiobooks? Like, is that, that seems to me like it would be really hard because you're going to have to read a whole book and I can barely finish it, an audiobook myself listening and you Same. have to read the whole book. And I, I, I read, it's the last book I read. I read, it wasn't really like a fiction book or anything. I read like nonfiction. I think it was called something Titans or something like had a bunch of uh, inspirational things, tools of the Titans. That's what it is. Um, that's the last thing I almost got all the way through, but I was making notes all in it and writing in it and stuff, but I could only oh. imagine reading a book out loud. And then not only that, how many times you would mess up, right? And then get pissed, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, and you have to sound the same through the whole book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, storytelling, it's intense. And I, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, people get paid well for that but it's yeah it's not really my jam i mean i've got so much other stuff going and on and then you so. got you got to do the different voices too so it's funny i, I did li i listened to uh uh pet cemetery as the most recent audio book oh. um and it was michael c hall reading it which i really like him from dexter i don't know if you oh. watched dexter yeah and michael I did. c hall is cool and but it's funny because they have to do all the voices too so it's this guy and he's like mm -hmm. you know get in here larry said the wife or something, you know, he had to like be the wife, he had to be, you know, so all of the, wow. the, 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 every character he has to kind of try to create another voice for, and I guess maybe try not to sound the same for them. Mm. So it's, it's interesting. That's complicated. Yeah. Wow. Especially fiction. So, yeah, you know, they, they have to be like a menacing creature or something, you know, it's, <laughs> like, it's like, damn, that's a lot. Yeah. And then you got to do that and try not to worry about sounding like a crazy person because, you know, you got to get in the character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, some of, I don't like some of my favorite auditions are like the kind of like out there animation ones. Yeah. yeah so really give fun. me, a, can you do a cartoon person voice for me? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my God, you guys, that's so exciting. Thanks for telling me about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that is super cool it's wow. a little different than my normal, normal repertoire <laughs> I like it you're hired for my untitled uh, animated series that is not out yet uh, <laughs> nice um, so uh, what do you got going on right now what's your what's your what's your next uh, what's your 2019 shaping up to be like and what are you what are you aiming for you know, I am just, um, I'm just really loving everything that I'm doing right now. I mean, I've been teaching for 18 years and that's absolutely my passion. And, you know, as you said, like, you know, you seem like you're having a great time up there and kicking ass and performing and, and I absolutely love that. It's just, it's been nice to just change gears a little bit and be focused on all these creative projects that, um, 
yeah, just music production and the, the voiceover acting. And um, I also do some uh, breathwork training and facilitating, which is sort of like a kind of yoga that like mm, helps people like with healing stuff. It was just kind of definitely a side project that I really don't usually talk about as Rian and Rose, but <laughs> <laughs> what is what is that now? Now you got to talk about it because I don't uh, know what the hell you're talking about. What's a breath work? Well, it's um, basically. I mean, if you look it up, uh, I know I can direct you to my teacher's website. So thebreathcenter.com is my teacher's website, and um, and uh, it's hard to really sum it up. I mean, essentially, whatever we all breathe. It's 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 one of the most. Do we? Uh, we do. And if you're not breathing right now, I recommend <laughs> that you start immediately. <laughs> That's what I've been doing wrong this whole time. <laughs> Well, it's just basically like, um, I'm trying to think of like the short story is that we don't really, we're, most of us are like running around just like these like minds on a stick. Like we're not really, um, in our bodies much of the day. We're sort of like living from here up, you know? And so having a breathwork session can be really powerful just for like grounding and like healing and just like clearing stuff out that's like not serving you if you're like feeling funky or stressed out or just like stuff's kind of going crazy in your world um you'd be amazed at how transformative breath work can be because it's it's kind of like i don't want to say forcing breath because it's it's not a forceful practice the one that that i know because there's so many different kinds but the one i do it's just it just it starts moving things around your body and you can like feel it you feel things like tingling whatever and you're essentially like releasing stuff through through the mouth it's real i mean all we are is energy right so you're just moving energy through and out and all the good stuff stays and the bad stuff can get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> awesome so it looks like i looked up uh, something real quick while you right there when you uh, gave me the website so it does look like something that kind of goes hand in hand with the yoga right mm. yeah awesome. and you're passionate about yoga too yeah absolutely i mean it's it's been sort of branded like by the West and like so many different ways. So people could be like, Oh, I don't know about yoga. And it's like, well, God, yoga is this like huge, all encompassing thing. There's just like different pockets of it. So if you can find one, you know, a pocket of it that, that works for you. I mean, it's, it's really important. Like things are kind of crazy right now. So taking that time to just like, like check in with yourself and, uh, like, do something for your for your health and get out of your head and into your your body or your heart, whatever. It's that's going to be good for your mind and it's going to help you prioritize and be more creative and so many good things. I need to do yoga. <laughs> oh, I need to do. I need to start do so much stuff. I need to stop drinking. I need to stop, <laughs> do yoga. Stop eating that nah. shit. Um, <laughs> those no. are my my Christmas list. Stop doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need anything for Christmas. I just need to stop doing shit. Um, <laughs> so uh, you're from. Uh, so you're you're my favorite alien. Oh, it's so cool because uh, you are uh, from Canada, and it's funny because a lot of people in the U.S. they think you know aliens are only coming from below, uh, and so I, I think it's really cool. So you're perfect like example of like why we should let people into this country sometimes because they're good people like Rhiannon. There's, <laughs> there's people like you everywhere. I believe not quite like you, but like good people like yourself. I mean, good hearted, good spirited. 
Aww. Not talented. They took like our you. jobs. Oh shit! <laughs> I did not know you knew South Park. That's great. Oh, we're well acquainted. Nice, nice. <laughs> so, um, you are. Why are you dropping um, a single at a time? The new single, "Give Me That," which you can see the screenshot in the center of the screen. If you are <laughs> watching live or this recording on YouTube. Some people are listening to the audio version only. Remember, we are doing video. So if you want to see Rhiannon, you can go to watch the Roger Rabbit show on YouTube. Or remember to follow me on live social media because I'm on my Facebook. Um, and uh, then you can actually interact with us and type in comments as we are chatting in the future. But anyways, um, yeah, the single Gimme That, uh, why one only instead of a whole album or double album? Um money <laughs> so well i'm an independent artist like all the way um and i mean i like to create a music video for for each one of my songs because i feel like it's like got its own little theme and story and things so i feel like if i released an ep all at once it'd be like dang i've got to release like three four music videos too and i mean you know they add up so yeah. uh yeah, I, I'm just trying to pace myself. Though I was thinking, like, because I'm I'm producing uh, a little bit of not everything, but I mean, as a recording artist, I don't want to just um, write and record to house music. Like, I've got one track that's kind of like Moonbatonish, one that's a little like kind of like hip hop EDM ish, and and a, a trap and hardstyle one, you know. And so, in a way, I feel like it would have made sense to release an album to say, like, hey, like, you know, there's three, four songs that are all completely different you know look at my range or whatever uh and be cool to have all of that out there but um um i don't know i just i have a music video for for this track dropping well as soon as the streams are up so keep streaming <laughs> oh wow so wait what's the goal that you're trying to reach before you drop the video i, I didn't know that there was a benchmark there uh on streams before you drop that video so now we're gonna have to be really uh, adamant about sharing your your content so yeah, please do. Honestly, all your plays help because, yeah, straight up, I'm independent. Like, there's no record label, no investor, nothing. It's just me. I just, I love this stuff and I love sharing it with people. So, you know, the more people, the more you enjoy my stuff, the more stuff I can create for you. So, <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, um, but what's the number that you're trying to reach? Oh, oh, I don't, honestly, I don't have a particular number in mind, especially there's so many platforms too because, there's Spotify and SoundCloud and like Amazon and Google Play and all these things. It's like, wow, um, you know, people have their preferences of, of ways they stream. I've had a few friends be like, yeah, I bought it. And I'm like, can you stream it anyway? <laughs> you know, if I don't iTunes, which is wicked, but I'm like, I it's, oh, it's interesting. Like, it, I feel like streams are more valuable than like, you know, like the money that might come in through someone purchasing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the way things are now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That stream life, stream life. Yeah. Uh, it, it's 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 deep right now. So I look forward to seeing the video. I hope you hit the stream count that you want and the download counts that you need, so that we can see the next the music video because I think that's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm <laughs> very much looking forward to it. And um, so, um, let's see. The next place that you're playing, uh, are you going to play uh, any? Um, any exotic locations uh, or, or do you have any trips coming up to exotic locations? Honestly, I don't really, I, I, um, again, because I'm doing this all myself, like where my attention goes, 
that's where all the energy flows. Mm -hmm. And so, because I shifted everything away from DJing, because I was even like, you know, like doing my own booking stuff. Like I had like, you know, an assistant, but essentially no like agent or anything. It's it's all me. So as soon as I stopped doing the gig hustle and was like, oh my god, I love Ableton and music production and all this stuff, and I picked up voiceover acting. All of a sudden, I had that's just that's what's going on right now. But it, it, I can't tell you how good it feels because I know I'm going to perform again and be DJing and touring, you mm-hmm. know. But it's just going to be like I feel like under different circumstances because up till now I would go anywhere and play anything and you know rock it. But I feel like with putting out um, new music um, and rebranding, I guess the hope is that if I go out to DJ and perform in the future, like, you know, as Rihanna Rose, that it's going to be like, people actually are, are more aware of, of who I am and like, you know, the songs that I've, I've made and are coming to like hear this stuff and see me perform. And, and that's kind of like this lane I'm covering out. I, I think, I mean, I think other people are doing it. Um, it's just, I would like to be known as like, Oh yeah, that like producer DJ chick that like performs her songs live on the mic at her shows. Like that's yeah. badass, you yeah. know? Got yeah. it. Got it. So more selective with what you're doing, so that that way it's straight up you as the artist going there to be the DJ artist uh, combination. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I like I like it. I like the direction. Um, now I ask about a little bit about the uh, locations and if you're going anywhere exotic because I did also want to touch on uh, something that you did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you went out of the country. And could you elaborate on what you did out of the country and why you went out of the country? Because I think it's a really neat story. Oh, that. Got you. Okay. I was like, I always go out of the country. (laughs) But I think you're talking about Peru. I am talking about Peru. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I go down to Peru at least once a year. And I go to a uh, center there called Sinchiruna. And it's actually on my Instagram bio, I think. It says volunteer at Sinchiruna Peru, if you want to check it out. Um, but, yeah, I uh, met the guy, Sinango, um, back in 2011. So I've been, I guess I've been technically working with him since 2011. Um, it's They work with plant medicine, as you may have thought, oh, Peru, and, you know. <laughs> um, that's, uh, plant medicine like ayahuasca? And mm-hmm. pot? Pot. <laughs> pot. Am, I, am I 50 right now? What the hell? <laughs> the <laughs> this ma- is really cute. Mar- <laughs> you go to Peru's and you smoke the dope <laughs> and you, and you hallucinate and, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and you hug and a tree. Yeah. And everything's all better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a complicated thing. And I know like it's starting to surface now. People are becoming aware of like, oh, it's this ayahuasca thing. And, um, um, there's so much that could be said about it, but I feel like just know that I would say if anything, like just know that ayahuasca is not like a magic potion and that it's kind of like an opportunity, but really like what's going to affect your experience of it is the context. Everything's about the context. It's who's guiding you. That's probably the number one most important thing is who's guiding the session. 
like where you are, what your energy's like. I mean, did you just like drive there for like a weekend trip and you've still got all your energetic junk with you? Or did you like go through a process of like, like clearing and cleansing and, and like purging stuff before you sat down? Like, you know, it's, it's complicated. And there's definitely a lot of people taking advantage of the fact that like the words going around and people like, Oh, I want to try that. And it's just like, just know that it's, I don't know. It's unlike, it's unlike anything else. Um, it's really significant. And I think it's really important that, you know, as things on earth are kind of is, are getting really crazy and intense for everyone that this sort of like healing modality is now almost like coming out of the jungle and it's becoming more accessible to people. I would just say, I would just say like, be careful and, um, kind of go follow your like gut instinct, like, you know, and go where you feel called to do it if you do at all. And if you don't feel called, that's perfectly fine too. And don't sweat it. Just do your thing. <laughs> it's not for everyone. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like I, I got really lucky like that. I, I, I wasn't looking for it either. I just, I happened to meet a friend. I was in Guatemala DJing and it was just, it just happened. Um, and I was like, Whoa, this is fascinating. I want to come back and do this again for sure. And I just developed a great relationship with, um, this, this guy, this shaman who guides these incredible sessions. And I just have so much trust in him and I believe in what he's doing and I see how much work he's done. Mm -hmm. It's not someone that was just like, Oh, I'm just going to become a shaman. It's like, no, he's like sat in the jungle on his own, like for months and months and months on end. Like he's developed relationships with all of these these things, these, yeah. you know, the nature and stuff. Yeah. So here's the thing about <laughs> it's the thing about that uh, for me and my um, my terrible uh, self is that uh, do they have <laughs> off citronella or something like that? Like, what about the bugs? Is there <laughs> bug spray? Because I don't know. See, that's the thing. I. I, I, I remember once it's a long years ago I was like I was like down I was okay cool I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to this like kind of like this park thing or whatnot I was with the ex of mine and whatnot and I I remember I was like okay yeah this is nice you know I went there it was a it was a woods type thing area in Indiana and uh, and then I was mad because when I got home my little dog had a tick on him and it was big and I was like oh my god the dog's gonna die because this tick was on him and I was like is there a tick on me uh, and I got <laughs> really worried. And then at that point I was like, okay, I think I'm done with nature. So I, <laughs> I, I don't, uh, I don't like bugs very much and you're out there in the thick of it. I mean, there's gotta be some crazy looking bugs, one out there in Peru. <laughs> right. And then two, is there bug spray or is that like bad for nature and you don't even use it? And then what about deodorant? Tell me, give me the, the story on all that. <laughs> okay, I'll start from the top. Well, um, there are so so they there are like more organic kind of like bug spray things, like more like natural ingredients type things that aren't so bad. And um, yeah, definitely we we use those out there for mostly just mosquitoes, you know, just to kind of protect yourself or just wear like protective gear. Um, and it's not that intense. You'd be surprised. Um, 
Yes. I, and, and when I do like a, a, an isolation diet, which is essentially when I'm yeah alone out in the uh, jungle in a little hut thing, which actually my, my bed is covered. So like when I'm sleeping, I don't have to worry about any like mosquitoes. But when I get off my bed and I'm in like this thing called the tambo, there, there aren't any walls or doors to it, which is actually awesome because you're like open to everything. And it's, it's, <laughs> I know it probably sounds crazy to city folk, but, <laughs> but it's, it's incredible because the thing is, it's sort of so cute. And you're like, I'm done with nature. And it's like, sorry, you are nature. <laughs> so oh, you're no. never going to get away from it. <laughs> you you M. Night Shyamalan to me. And I, it's like, that's the twist. <laughs> that's the twist. Yeah. I am nature? What the hell? I'm going to run for myself right now. Um, a tambo. What the hell? I'm, I'm image searching tambo and I'm, I'm getting stores, cell phone stores. And really? I'm not oh. seeing what a tambo is. Tambo hut. <laughs> I'm search tambo hut. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna share my screen with people and see if they can um, see uh, what I'm looking at here. Hambo <laughs> hut. How do you spell it? Uh, T-M-B-O. Oh, oh, I found it. I put a hut by it and I found it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -oh. So yeah, everybody who is watching the live, you can see there's a girl in a hammock on a tent. Is that you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like Rhiannon and well, Rhiannon and Rose in a tambo. Maybe I should add that after the the search. Yeah, it'll really narrow it down. <laughs> so, do you do you not have uh do you not have um a um uh let me get this off the uh, share screen here mm -hmm. and go back to the video. There we go. Do you not have um. Oh shit! I lost my question because I hit the wrong button and I was like looking for something to show everybody. Oh well. Um. <clears throat> so when you're when you're there, do you not have privacy, or do you do you have a lot of privacy? I mean, how many people are in the tambo with you? Oh no one, just me. Just yeah, you and so the you got your own tambo. It looked kind of big. Oh uh, no, it's. Uh, if you if you look at the Sinchi Runa Instagram or website, um, you'll you'll see like an actual photo of our tambos and you'll get an idea. It's 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 just like it's probably like it's probably like half the size of your bedroom or something like that. And it's like it's like basically just like a wood platform and it's very small. It's probably half the size of your bedroom, honestly. <laughs> I think we have uh, DJ Michael Trance uh, watching in right now. So oh, what's shout up? out to Michael Trance. You know Michael. Michael said laugh out loud. I think he's having <laughs> laughing at my anti nature uh, stance. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not anti nature. I guess because I am nature. <laughs> so you just changed my view on it a little bit because I don't want to hate myself. Um, I, I I get it. I mean, especially because we're so used to being disconnected from it. It's it's the norm. And I I swear to you, like. Every time I go, I have like a bit of that apprehension, like, oh man, like I'm going again. And, you know, and it can take like a day or two to like really settle in to being there. But um, it's really, really incredible. Like the just what can happen when you reconnect with something that is part of who you really are. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, it's just, it's almost too much to even put into words, but. Let me tell you, like everything I'm doing right now, 
and all of this energy I have to be doing everything right now, like that's where it comes from. It's because I, I take a break, you know, I, I make sure that I, I stop doing everything that I'm doing and I, I go down there and I experience something like pretty wild, but that like gets me reconnected with like the root of like where, you know, all this, where all this creativity is coming from. And, um, you know, knowing yourself and like just getting in line with like who you are and what you really want, make sure you're not bullshitting yourself and, and, and healing old stuff, which for the record, everyone has like, you know, it, I mean, just the idea of healing itself should like should be mainstream it should be something like that we even should all be able to talk about and not sort of like oh, Avicii died like holy shit like surprise and like what does this mean it's like come on guys like we all have shit like we're just not <laughs> we're just not dealing with it <laughs> you know <laughs> so I think I think uh Daniel Lee from Roland do you know Daniel too Daniel oh. and Daniel and Michael are on the chat right now. So shout out to Roland. Shout out to ADSR Sounds for watching it. If you guys have uh look at Neil. Neil is on here too. Neil Oh what's up? You guys caught us in a deep moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Uh so <laughs> I think they're all uh, chatting amongst each other there right now. So that's super cool. Shout out to them. They're awesome. I think they know us all. So uh <laughs> <laughs> so I think that um that so so I think that healing is in the in not being in the mainstream. I think it is in the mainstream, but the unfortunate part is they've okay. sold it to us as as treatment. So right. we don't ever think about like I wanna just do this, take this, smoke this, drink this, eat this, and then be done with it. We want mm -hmm. to take it forever or take it to uh run from things and so like it's about like treatment now and then the way that they with with bad like pharmaceutical drugs and mm -hmm. so that's the mainstream and yeah so that sucks that that that's the mainstream as opposed to stuff that's natural like marijuana and like you know ayahuasca and some some cases you know i mean that's probably a little intense for some people but you know, even yeah. then, just even some of the stuff you do for your body, the yoga, you know, all yeah. that stuff, you know, anytime that people start talking about things that are natural, people start kind of accumu uh, accumulate or uh, associating it with uh, kind of the kooky people or the quacks or something, you know what I mean? And really, yeah. the, the kooky people are the people that are taking this prescribed medicine uh, for like, because they saw a commercial one day and think that they have restless legs. You know, like mm -hmm. these commercials come out and they just name a bunch of random shit. And you're like, damn, do I got that? My yeah. legs move. Do I have this? You know, it's it's crazy. The, yeah. the mainstream uh, marketing of drugs here in America. Yeah, it's scary. It really is. And like with, yeah, and with the pharmaceuticals, we're, we're about to be put on a list right now, Raj. Um, but like, <laughs> but like the strike team go. generally yeah <laughs> generally you know with pharmaceuticals it's like whatever the problem is it's just getting like shoved down it's still there like the root of the problem like the root 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 of the problem is still there the 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 pills are just like treating the symptoms but meanwhile like the problem itself is growing inside you and almost like a volcano and like one day 
you know, if the pills stop working and you start taking other pills, what's going on? <laughs> Sorry, and, I'm seeing the okay. chat boxes that you can't. Uh, so Michael Tran says that they have made it more mainstream for the pharma companies to push a pill for everything. And that is true. And that is mainstream. And my boy, JR, came up with the hashtag Raj is nature, which is made me laugh <laughs> while you were talking. So yes, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, okay. So as much as we are, you know, we're here to talk about <laughs> DJing and music and all this stuff. I, it, I mean, we're the artists. We're the ones supposed to be sparking and contributing to revolutions and being like, hey, everyone, wake up and you know, fuck this. Let's do it this way. You know, I mean, that's kind of just what we're supposed to be doing. So it's, yes. I think it's totally relevant that you know we're 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 talking about this stuff. Definitely. Definitely. It is relevant. It's great. Um, I think, uh, so what other issues are important to you as far as a, as your own personal goal? So you have a great reach and a big, uh, uh, a big following and a lot of momentum in your career and to top it all off, you're independent. So God knows what's ahead for you after, you know, some kind of magnification of your skills gets involved like a label or something but what is special to your uh, heart that you want to push besides the maybe the medicinal healing and stuff are there any other causes um i mean i guess since you it is is the big one and again not that i'm saying like everyone go because it's like you i'd say just start by even just checking out the instagram and the website and just seeing like if anything resonates um like we were saying there's so many different healing modalities whether you know you start with taking a yoga class or something and and i will say that if you don't like the yoga class please keep trying different ones in different studios because there's so many different ways to do it um and i just i happen i just i feel really lucky i happen to find a, a like a place that i really love in Santa Monica called the the Bhakti Yoga Shala. And when I first went there, I was kind of like, I don't know about this shit. But like now I'm like, oh my God, I, I love like taking classes here because I feel like it's, that's one great thing about it. Like a great yoga class will incorporate everything. So you get your workout, you get your stretching, you get your meditation, you get your grounding, you get like, you know, everything in one. Um, it's, it's challenging for me to make time per class classes these days so and I can do all of that in like an hour or two I'm like I'm set <laughs> but it's important now do you do yoga in like just out and about anywhere or do you have to get in the zone to do it you know because like sometimes like yeah I, when I'm I'm the most crazy about my fitness whenever I'm going and I have some accountability and I see like a personal trainer every week and uh, that hasn't happened for a long time if anyone has seen me lately, they know that. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I like it when it's a, when there's accountability and I have a bunch of uh, like a class to go to or a personal mm -hmm. trainer to to uh, to talk to. So, do you do yoga on your own time too? And can you just bust it out anywhere? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can and I do. Um, though I I admit that I really appreciate discipline as well. Like I there's yeah there's more. I'm going to, I'm going to mm, do yoga longer if I'm in a class with a bunch of other people. I'm not going to be like, well, that's it. And like <laughs> pick up my mat and leave halfway through. Like, you know, obviously I'm doing the whole class. So I'll probably do more than, oh, cool. <laughs> I'll probably do more, um, uh, you know, if I'm uh, in a class. So I think a class setting is really good, especially because for people that are new to yoga that are kind of like, 
like again like even i was i was like i don't know ah i i play soccer like i don't i don't do this yoga thing you know but like once i got over that which is just again the ego um you know and you get into it i mean it's just it's really good for you and um it's it's a you know especially living in the states i mean hospitals doctors all this stuff is so expensive like don't bother like get into yoga like keep yourself healthy like you have way more power than you realize like like to keep yourself healthy it's it's usually really simple adjustments in how we're living that can make a massive difference in your health like again that's the, the breath work you know it's like clearing stuff out and people are like what are you talking about you know it's like well all we are is energy. Like, this isn't spiritual woo-woo shit. This is like even the scientists will back me up on this. Like we are just energy, right? You break down the molecules, the atom. Like it's just like stuff moving around. So like just move the bad stuff out and put as much good stuff in as you can. And and like, you know, you can you can keep yourself healthy and stay out of the doctor. And you, nobody should be taking pills. I found that like some of like there was a couple of close friends of mine they were taking like pills every day for things that they it had just become normalized for them. It was sort of like, Oh, just this thing for this, you know? And it's like, Holy shit. Like I had no idea. And, and, um, it's incredible how people have like little secrets or that like little things have become normalized that are actually like freaking terrible for them, yeah. you know? And, and I'm just saying like, we've got to become aware of this stuff because but, like they, People have to become aware before it gets too late and manifest into a physical problem. By the time a symptom shows up and it's physical, it's like, that's like after, you know, uh, symptoms are like the end of it. That it's like now the body's starting to scream and be like, hey, like, stop, you know, or change this, or I don't want to do this anymore, you know, but that's the very end. Then the pill, just like shove it down. It's just stupid. It's like the root of the problem. Like yeah. that's, it's, we got to do a better job at getting through it. And it doesn't mean like, I, you know, I drink, like I love my wine. I, you know, go out and party once in a while. Like it's not like I'm living some, I don't know, like life where I don't, it's just, <laughs> I just have to, I, it's just balance. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I did this stuff that's like, okay, that probably wasn't the best for me and okay, I had two cookies instead of one, and, like, you know, like you go, but then you go and, like, all right, I, I'll also have my spinach, and I'll catch up on sleep, and, you know, it's just a balance, like, don't, that's the other, I guess, thing is, like, the shame, like, the shame piece, like, you know, it's just everything you do, just do it consciously, even if you're, like, I'm gonna fucking party tonight, you know, it's, like, great, make that decision and go do it, like, you know, if you do it consciously, you have that, like, power over it it doesn't have the power over you and then the behavior comes becomes unconscious and then shit just starts spiraling you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> and neil on here said that this broadcast is another level tonight um yeah that's right damn it we're taking it there we're going there we're going everywhere what? tonight neil um because we can because it's good it's it's good for us to talk about the you know fucking you know crossfaders and USB sticks and stuff like that, but you know what's the <laughs> most important USB stick in our lives is our heart. <sighs> that's some bullshit. I just said some bullshit right now. But anyways, <laughs> that's I'm just saying that health <laughs> health is is the most important thing probably. Um, that it's really easy to neglect. I mean, the road is crazy. I, I'll tell you right now that that you know I lost the I lost track of the the normal the normal routine. 
of seeing the personal trainer and all that stuff and going to the gym uh, because of my my job, you know, me being uh, what I, doing what I do with BPM Supreme, you know, I am all the time traveling around the country. And then recently I did my first international trip, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and I love it. And I absolutely love it. And I'm so thankful for it. But, you know, what's hard to do for me is to say no to bad food. <laughs> no to bad food is bad food is my substance that i abuse Uh, i like i'm serious and it's probably the stuff that's in it the sugar probably because it's so addictive or whatever but um you know it's more addictive than heroin yeah yeah i I believe it i believe it i know i'm 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 there too it's like bread (laughs) bread right now i need that motherfucking bread um in my belly (laughs) you know gosh it's so mm. good. It's so good. And then you, you know, like, like I, you just got to walk the gauntlet of bad food before, you know, you can even buy that little stupid fruit cup at the airport, you know? And then you're just like <laughs> looking at it like sad, like, man, this motherfucking fruit cup. You know? <laughs> like there's this nice, cool, like eatery here. I can sit down there and actually have a place to sit down, you know? And then when you go there and then the salads are like $20, $25 for a salad. I'm like, well, if I'm going to spend $25, I'm going to get my money's worth and I'm going to get a burger and french fries because at least I feel like that's my money's worth. That's what I feel sometimes, <laughs> yeah. which is terrible, but, um, but that's no, the don't way. don't judge it. I get it. No, it, I am judging it because it's bad for me <laughs> and I need to be better. I got to call out the shit and yeah. know, first. Yeah. So, I mean, well, how, do, I how do you eat healthy on the road? Well, that's really challenging, which is another reason why I'm kind of honestly like appreciating being around more often and, um, yeah, not having to always eat at airports and in airplanes and stuff for sure. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say a no to airplane snacks, but you know what I do? I, I hoard them like a little squirrel. Um, Me too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks. I'll take this. And like, I might already have a, like a 20 ounce soda from like the, the, the airport that I had bought. But every time they run around with the little drinks, I'm like, yeah, I'll take a can. Unopen, please. <laughs> Thank you. Unopen. Please, no ice. Just give me the can. And then I may or may not get to that, depending on how long the flight is. But if I don't get to it, which I mostly don't, then I take the can and I stow it away in my backpack. Because when I get to my Airbnb or wherever I'm going, when I get situated in, uh, I have a drink now, a soda. Yeah. So, yeah. so I And they owe me that shit because I paid for my plane ticket and it's included. Nothing makes me more mad than when I go to sleep and they pass me up. I'm like, what? Wake me up. Ask me where I, I wanted that can of soda. And you didn't even ask me because I was asleep. That's bullshit. It's more important for me to get my free soda than to get uh, five minutes of sleep. So if I'm they ever... Uh, I hate that shit. You need to make a sign and wear it around your neck. Yes, that's a good idea. Just put a sign. <laughs> I will take a Diet Coke, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea sleep like that and just tell the, the guy next to you just like yo listen wake me up when they come and I'm gonna put this sign up there you go that's we odd need, they need to add that to the travel blog <laughs> nice <laughs> hey Neil who are you talking to uh, about LA are you talking to me Neil asked when are you no he asked Michael when he's coming back to LA they're having their own conversation here on this damn thing they're all hanging out okay 
They're We're not having listening a party. to us. That's all right. It's okay. Everybody's welcome. Talk all you want amongst yourself in the chat box. <laughs> it's part of the fun of the Raji Rabbit Show. You can listen to the conversation, or you can just uh, party on the chat box. It's a, chat, <laughs> it's a motherfucking chat box party, y'all. <laughs> um, does anyone have any questions on the live chat for uh, Rhiannon? I will tell her them. And we will uh, ask live. So remember, if you are listening to this as a pre-recorded audio, Raji Rabbit Show, on iTunes or SoundCloud or something, then um, you are missing the video action. And if you want to see the video action, you can check it out on YouTube and it's pre-recorded form. And if you want to interact with us, you can always follow me on Facebook because when we go live, you will be in that chat room talking amongst your friends. Neil says he misses you. So we did not get a question. He just says, <laughs> I miss you, Rhiannon, love. Aw. Aw, love. I miss you, too. Yeah, we got the crew. There's Neil, Jumbo, Michael, Dan. Yeah, the, the, the squad is here. The squad in full effect. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, hopefully uh, everybody can rendezvous and, and hang out again, you know, sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'd I'd love to do this with you again soon. I um I actually tonight I have my um the for the voiceover agency they're doing a little event that I'm I'm heading to right now. Oh, just I'm oh don't let, up. oh well don't let me distract you here or, or you know get you make you late to the event. What time is the event? Well, honestly, it starts in five minutes. What? But, um, but you. You're my parody today, so that's why I wanted to just happen. I appreciate that, (laughs) and I think that means that it's a good time to end this particular session. Hopefully, (laughs) this isn't the last time you're on the Roger Rabbit show. I appreciate you being here. And would you come back again? Absolutely, yeah. Let's definitely do it again. Yeah, because I feel like, and I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm cutting it short. Yeah, so let's definitely do it again. (laughs) Yes, I believe there's lots more topics to talk about, and... Uh, lots more uh, people to bring together in chat rooms. So yeah, uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for <laughs> watching. I'm going to kill this broadcast right now and it will be uploaded in uh, this week's edition of the Raji Rabbit Show. If you're not already subscribed, check it out on iTunes, SoundCloud, and all that shit. Uh, and also YouTube where you can see the video form of these Raji Rabbit shows. Rihanna Rose, the new single. I'm going to pop it up on the screen real quick. Give it one more shout out and tell everybody why they should do it and what you want, what do you want them to do it. How do you want them yeah. to consume it? It's on the Thank stream. you. Yeah. Yeah, please um, stream it on Spotify and SoundCloud. Give me that. As I said, I'm 100% independent artist. So the more you engage with my stuff, the more stuff I can create for you. So, yeah. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much. And we will catch everyone next time. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Raj. Thank you.